Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, why is Taco Bell selling fries, Burger King selling tacos, and KFC putting Cheetos on chicken sandwiches? Gross. Shit. I knew we shouldn't have legalized marijuana. <laughs> Hi, America. Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show, More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listens to before she goes to bed picks and pulls on her unconscious mind, and that's the very tune that she snores. My own. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and effervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also our producer and sound engineer. Heather tried a store brand version of Frosted Flakes this week and the verdict was they're gross. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Heather. That's probably true. She destroyed them all and became a serial killer. Ooh. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle has always wanted to lay naked on a bearskin rug in front of a fireplace. Unfortunately, Cracker Barrel has policies against this. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. She Thank did you. it anyway. Mm. Chuck Morris has a bearskin rug in his house. The bear's not dead, it's just afraid to move. <laughs> I also wish to introduce our resident psychologist, 
Chad Peters, as convention dictates, Chad realized this week that jerk chicken is like regular chicken, but it drives a BMW and doesn't care about your feelings. Gives me the finger every time it goes in front of me in a stop sign. Welcome to the show, Chad. <laughs> if you ever feel useless, just remember it's someone's job to install turn signals on BMW. <laughs> they're mad, they're bad, and they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 70. We're rattling through them now. I know. Seven more episodes to our landmark 250th episode, would you are believe? Are you serious? Oh, wow. It's slowly creeping up. We're going to have to have a party. Yes. We'll have to get some special guests in. Yes. I just want oh, a cake. We'll have balloons. We'll have cake. cake. I was going to say we'll have lots of drinking, but Heather's started <laughs> that already. You're <laughs> celebrating seven episodes early, are you? You can never be too prepared. We have a listening party currently taking place. We're about to enter the first round, which is called Lack of General Knowledge. We have a listening party. If you go to Facebook, search for more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. We have many, many listeners of the show, and they are answering the questions... They're telling their own jokes. They're having gift wars. They're enjoying the fun and frivolity that is more questions and answers live on Facebook. So if you jump over to there, you can join in on the quiz. Show everyone that you're more intelligent than the panel I have with me at the moment. <laughs> what? I looked up the word panel. It said a flat piece of wood. Yeah. Appropriate. It's very true. And we are videoing currently as well. And I'll talk about that a little later. But sure. you can also see us. In the studio on Patreon, if you go to patreon.com, spend a single dollar, you get to see us in the studio as well if you search for MQ see this? TA <gasps> Radio. That's two dollars, is it? <laughs> Impressing your English, are you, by presenting two rather than the one this week? Is this <laughs> where we are? Right. <laughs> wow. We're going to run into the first round, as always, ushered in by the Honey Barbecue Martin-sponsored gong of Infinite Knowledge with a teriyaki of facts, and I can look at 47 televisions while I pretend to listen to you statistics... Oh, she'll take a run-up. I think very, I've been to this bar. Very impressive. This is Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh-huh. I actually That's sat what there. I, was thinking. I counted 47 televisions. You did. I have no interest in women's college basketball, but apparently your eye is naturally drawn. You can't avoid looking at a television, can you, regardless no. of what's on there? But I thought that would be the worst place to take a date, wouldn't it? Yes. You're having a discussion. What type of music do you like? You know, what countries have you been to? And they're watching collegiate women's basketball miss morris you I went on a first date worst place to take a <gasps> date <laughs> oh, oh, would you like to name fun. one it's when the person rubs you in jerk chicken a dry rub is what happens it's when you're getting dry rub with jerk chicken don't mm, take a in date. the car park don't take a date to hooters no that's bad what if you're two women you hadn't thought that through it oh yeah that is true uh-huh see <laughs> or dairy, dairy queen is also bad well, you've had some experiences in Dairy Queen. <laughs> yes, we I don't have. want to discuss on air right now, do we? But you've prom had a few, a few experiences. Prom date at Dairy Queen. Every, any blizzard you want, sweetheart, as long as it's a mini. Anyone you want. Pick anyone. They're on special tonight. I'll take you somewhere special like Red Lobster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing but the best for you, sweetheart. Ooh. Wow. Feeling confident? Feeling like you're cerebrally challenged right now? Feeling like you've exercised the brain matter and you're ready to win some points? I'm still stuck on the fact that I love Red Lobster. You love Red Lobster? Yeah. Never been. I just like the idea what? that the Americans think that's a classy restaurant. It amuses me. That's all I'm. That's where I'm going. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They they think that's the height of, of oak cuisine, I guess. All I have to say is lobster is wonderful. I can't deny that. I'm not going to argue with you. On this very day, in 1865, Lewis Carroll published Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. A book you've read? Something you like? Miss mm-hmm. yeah. Morris is grinning like a mad monkey in the corner. Like a Cheshire cat. Wow, I see what you nice. did there. Nice. nice. So, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about Lewis Carroll and Alice's adventures in Wonderland. 
Okay. Very interesting guy, by the way. Mathematician, yes. poet, satirist, philosopher, inventor, photographer, and he drove a BMW and did all his own plumbing. Wow. <laughs> Very impressive. Nice. To win your first point huh? of the evening, what useful invention did he create in 1891 that he could use in bed? What did Lewis Carroll invent in 1891? Useful in bed. Right. Uh-huh. When okay. it's time for Nanai, mm-hmm. something that he thought he needed. Something he invented. Uh, that he thought he needed. Would he? Uh, can I ask a question? Go on. Vegetable, w- mineral. Would he use it typically during the day? No. 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 Um, a bedpan. He invented in 1891 the bedpan. Before then, you just casually stuck your buttocks out of the window and had a free-flowing <laughs> sewage system, which was called the River Thames. <laughs> Fully aerated. <laughs> One flush a and it's gone. A bedpan with a hole. A, why would you need a hole in a bedpan? <laughs> I've seen them. You, yes, you have to put your bottom somewhere, don't you? Well, if your bottom can fit in that hole. <laughs> Do you remember European vacation where he's cleaning his teeth <laughs> yes. in that German house in the bedpan? <laughs> Fantastic. Terrible. Your answer is, in 1891, he invented a bedpan with a hole in it. Yeah. You're going to go with that, are you? Yeah, are unless you I think of something else. Feeling yeah. confident? Never confident. No, I don't think you should be feeling confident at all. Michelle, what did he invent that's useful to use in bed at night? Something that would wake him up when he needed more cocaine. Wow. (laughs) You went straight to the Victorian era there, didn't you? Yeah. So he's got a device that wakes him up like an alarm clock to get his next fix of cocaine. Your mind works in very strange and bizarre ways ways. Yeah. Chad, what did he invent? I was just going to go with the alarm clock. With no the alarm cocaine clock. involved. You're oh. both on the same page. Miss Morris, are you looking to spread your chips liberally this evening in all directions? Nah. You're sticking with the bedpan, are you? Why not? Let me tell you the name of the invention and the first person who jumps in can win the point. It was called a nictograph. There you go. A nictograph. It Co- recorded his dreams. Oh, that's a good guess. Not right. <laughs> not right. Am I going to have to give you this? <laughs> What does the word graph mean? A drawing. A drawing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know my name is Simon. (laughs) And I like to do drawings. Fabulous. He wanted a way of writing in the dark. He was fed up of having fantastic ideas at night. And of course, in the Victorian era, he couldn't turn on the bedside light. There was no flashlights. So he wanted a way of scribbling his ideas down in the middle of the night, in the dark. And he invented the nictograph. It's made up of little squares, and it's a form of shorthand. Huh. There you Hmm. go. I'm not sure if I have writer's block or whether I'm just lazy. I'm sure Uh, someone will tell me at some point. At 1903, Alice in Wonderland film was made. It made cinematic history for what reason? So, 1903, very long time ago, of course, they made an Alice in Wonderland film. I would like you to tell me why that made cinematic history. For what reason is that? recorded because that was the first time someone dressed up like a rabbit the first time or anything (laughs) in cinematic history in 1903 that somebody dressed up as anything yeah like a rabbit like a a white rabbit a white rabbit yeah you're saying someone put a suit on or a caterpillar or a caterpillar any others you're going with or the cheshire cat mock turtle yeah all of those things dressing up that's correct playing cards somebody um, was videoed in a costume. Videoed in a costume. What are you going to go with, Michelle? Why did that make cinematic history? 
Special effects. Special effects. That's a very good answer as well. <laughs> Why don't you ever say minor and good answers? <laughs> You're both wrong. It makes no odds. I don't care. You're both wrong is where we are. So Chad, everything is now to play for. You have the whole world in front of you. It's the first time they had both live cinema and animation. That's an excellent answer as well. It was the longest film ever made at that time. Whole 15 minutes, huh? Well, to win your points, and someone will get some, (laughs) because I'm determined to give them out whether you want them or not, (laughs) you have to tell me how long it was. 15 minutes. You are going to go. Miss Morris says that in 1903, the film Alice in Wonderland broke the record for the longest film because it was 15 minutes long. Yeah, between 8 and 15, yeah. Between 8 and 15? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're at the casino now, and you're putting your chips in little squares. I always win. Yeah. I want you to and commit. All of them. I need you to commit to a number. Oh, God. Um, Bearing in mind the bar's shut in 45 eight. minutes. You're going to go eight, are you? But are I you think sure? it's 15. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll say eight. Eight, okay. You're committing to eight. Eight minutes long. Michelle, how F- long was 15. that film? No, <laughs> I'm going to say 24. Oh, no. God. Chad. Oh, well, I can't take 15. I'm going 16. Yep, Chad has won the points. 15 would have won that for you. Oh, you are joking. Oh, you dick. It was a hedonistic 12 minutes long. Whatever. A whole 12 minutes of film for that. Can you imagine they squeezed that entire book? That must have been That's a quick awful. 12 minutes, mustn't it? Unbelievable. Hold on, I get points too. How's that, madam? I said 8, right? Yes. What's 8 to 12? Uh, 4. Okay, what's 12 to 16? Well, it depends whether you're using Imperial or Metric. What are you planning? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a couple of people. Here's yeah. two for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lovely. The good Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away. What was wrong with the first books of Alice in Wonderland that were sold in America? Simple enough question. Misprint. There was a misprint. I like that idea. That's an excellent answer. <laughs> oh, That's pretty wrong. Uh, there was a misprint. They spelled their name wrong. Yeah. Alex. In Wonderland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alice in Winterland. Could be. Nice. You're saying there was a misprint. That's in the right. book, on the cover, any, everywhere. You didn't ask that. I well, just said there's a misprint in the deep. book, on a main character, uh-huh. or setting. Wow. Mm. How about that? I can do that for you. Mm. Michelle, what was wrong with the books they first sold in America? There was portions missing. There was bits missing. Censorship, probably. Mm-hmm. Can't too racy running around in a little pinafore, <laughs> yeah. talking to playing cards. Sure. Chad, what was wrong with the first batch of books that were sold in America? They didn't show up in time. I'm going to give Miss Morris a couple of points. She's not 100% correct, but we're going in the right direction. In the first print run, the illustrations were so badly reproduced, <sighs> Carol actually scrapped the whole lot at a great expense to himself because the book hasn't been sold yet. So he right. just culled. The entire lot, the illustrator pointed it out and said, I'm not happy with that. Carol agreed, and they scrapped the entire print run to redo them at his own expense. But, of course, he made a lot of money. The book did sell. Yeah. Uh, he then sold those subpar books that were subpar printing. That's a great word, isn't it? Subpar. Uh. To America. He said the colonies won't notice the difference. Uh. I bet they're worth a lot of money. I'm sure they are. Yes, I'm sure people have those in their possession right mm-hmm. now. It's their pension fund, I'm guessing. Very low scoring so far. I thought you said you were a fan of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Okay. All right. A bit and... more research required. Okay. We can all relate to Alice in Wonderland, of course. She keeps randomly eating and drinking with the hope that she might marginally solve her problems. Ah. Today, in 1834, Frederick Auguste Barholdi was born in France. He was famous, of course, for what? 
Frederick August Dumbbells. Baholi. He invented the dumbbells. <laughs> Why not? It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Frederick August Baholi. Thank you for the dumbbells. There you are. What year again? This was 1834. He was born. This isn't one of the questions. I just thought I'd throw it out there as I normally do. This was the gentleman who designed the Statue of Liberty. Oh. But he was born in France on this very day. Feel confident about questions based on the Statue of Liberty? Not really. Because for the first time in the history of MQTA radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about the Statue of Liberty. Mm. In feet, and someone will win the point, how big is her waistline? There. If she had to go and buy a pair of trousers, pair of pants. 153. You are going in feet. 153. There. That's how big our waistline is, is it? Yeah. 153. Michelle, how big is the Statue of Liberty's waistline? Ah, 97. You are going 97 feet. It's always difficult to measure the girth, isn't it? Do you not think? It's always more than It's more than you think it is, is what (laughs) I'm suggesting. You do mean around the robe. Yes, her waist, around the robe. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes, we've not stripped her naked. She's not, you know. Yeah, let's go 250. 250. Chad wins the points. He's still a long way short. It's actually 350 feet. Uh. But that is amazing. She'd have to buy a very large pair of pants. I actually eat intensely enough to consider it exercise. So that's good news for me. <laughs> the statue's face was said to be modelled on what? The face of the Statue of Liberty was modelled on what? Owen Wilson. Owen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know where to start. Um, I've got like ten reasons why that couldn't have happened right now. But I'll actually give Morris points. You're that was up to, great. You're up to four. There we go. Would you like to offer something that may get you some more points? <laughs> David. David who? Mm, the statue, David. The statue, David. So Michelangelo's David yeah. in the Academy in Florence was the inspiration for the Statue of Liberty. I'm still going Owen Wilson, but second guess is the she, Statue she, of you David. Thought they modelled her face <laughs> on a Jewish boy. Aww. Okay, fair enough. If you think she looks like a Jewish boy, fantastic. Michelle, what did they model the face on? A Grecian theatre mask. Grecian theatre mask. Again, your thinking never ceases to amaze me. Chad, what do you think? I'm going to do the Heather thing, spread my chips a little liberally, and say either Minerva or Diana. Let me say to you that the gentleman who designed the Statue of Liberty, Mr. Bartholdi, uh, actually based it on one of his relatives. So if you shout wow. out a relative, you win Grandma. the Grandma. Sister. S- Mommy. Ah, oh, Michelle. Mama. It was his mum. And her name was Charlotte, if anyone's interested. <sighs> Charlotte. Charlotte. So her face was modelled on his mother. Great. Perfect. How many times has the Statue of Liberty been hit by lightning every year? They keep account of this. 73. How many times has the Statue of Liberty been hit by lightning on average or on, a, on a yearly basis? You're saying 173 times it's been hit by lightning. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, did you say per year or total? Per year. 19. 19 times a year on average it gets hit by lightning is Michelle's answer. Chad, what are your thoughts? 40. 40. You're all a long way short, but Miss Morris is on Ooh. fire this evening. Mm. She's going to paddle out to a little island there and stare up at the Statue <laughs> of Liberty, eat her popcorn. You know you can't actually land on that island unless you're actually a ferry. It's illegal for any boat to moor itself or to actually tether itself to that island. 
Liberty mm. Island is that? Yes. Really? I believe that to be the case. Yes, indeed. It's 600 times a year, would you believe? Nice. 600 times a year, the Statue of Liberty is hit by lightning. Nice. Wow. Lightning shocks people because it doesn't know how to conduct itself. <laughs> without going through your pockets, without scrambling through your purses, without going through your billfold, okay. which bill does the Statue of Liberty appear on? There. You shall win yourself all of them. More points. You are saying the Statue of Liberty. You think I've done a little bit of a trick question, do you? Yeah. You're saying the Statue of Liberty appears on every single yep. bill. Okay, that's a great answer. Fabulous answer. <laughs> Wrong, but fabulous. No, I think that was you surprised me. <laughs> it's what you've done right there. And you're in the lead. I mean, you're doing very well. You're it's on the six remarkable points. Yes. Yeah. That got you a few points. <laughs> Can't deny it. Michelle, what bill is the Statue of Liberty on? The 20. You're going to go 20. Chad, what are you going to go for? Is it the two? Is it the two? I cannot give the points away. It's actually on the bill twice, and it's on the $10 bill. Oh, nuts. It's on that bill twice. There you go. I'm surprised in today's age she's actually been replaced with a hotter, younger model. (laughs) Share that with you. That was then, but this is now as we enter our favorite part of the show. It's the mailbag. We love the mailbag. If you wish to write to me, if you wish to share your thoughts on the show, you're more than welcome to do so. A lot of people do that on Facebook. If you go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, you can comment on the show. You can mention if people deserve more or less points. Of course, you can tell me who your favorite guest (laughs) panelists are. But that's all on Facebook. Catherine has done that very thing. Catherine has posted, Adrian, I've been watching Pennyworth which is a show that's on the TV at the moment, based on Batman's butler, I believe. Oh, oh I wanted to see that. Yeah. He was uh, in his youth, rather yeah. than Alfred, I believe. Alfred. Alfred Pennyworth. Do the Brits have as much trouble understanding American accents as I have with English? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes, you do. The only problem, I tell you the problems, the problems I have is when I go to a restaurant, Somewhere classy, like Red Lobster, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the waitress has said the specials at least a hundred times that day. And I say to the waitress, what's the specials? And she'll go, and I'm like, okay. That's the only time I struggle, to be honest. But more yeah. Americans struggle with my accent than I do with theirs. Uh-huh. I guess because I'm surrounded by Minnesotans and American accents all day long. But they only get to hear the British one when I turn up and ask for a strawberry milkshake, right? Do you yeah. know when I've noticed you really struggle with accents? is when we're at a convention and someone of a, another nationality is trying to speak English and you can't decipher that when they have an accent. Like when if someone's coming mm-hmm. to me with a Portuguese accent. That's correct. But, speaking, but everyone's struggling with that, <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, suggest. Fair, yeah. Americans do that too. I don't. Oh, it takes I'm me a while. Knowing. You have to tune your ear in. If someone <laughs> is German and speaks English with a German accent, it takes you the first does, 10 seconds. And you've kind of got to fill your way in. Yeah. I will tell you a very quick story. I pulled up outside McDonald's and I wind down the window and I want a strawberry milkshake. So there's a little microphone. You know, what would you like? Okay, I'd like a strawberry milkshake, please. You'd like a what? I'd like a strawberry milkshake, please. A what? A strawberry milkshake. What do you want? I said, how many milkshakes do you make? He says, well, we make chocolate, vanilla and strawberry. What does strawberry sound like to you? And he said, chocolate. So anyway, I then tried to put on an American accent and said strawberry, which sounded like I was having a stroke. And I ended up asking for the pink one. But there's a string of cars snaking around the back, all unhappy. Do you know when you're in the line for the drive out and there's someone who's got a shipping order, there's 15 kids in the back and they just keep handing sacks through the window (laughs) and they're having to write a check. They're going through each one. Yes. They've ordered something off the menu that's not been cooked for 15 years. 
I'll have the McDonald's cow zone, please. Oh, what's that? No one's ever ordered that. They're out the back looking it up. What's the recipe for that? That's when I have problems. No, you also have problems oh, with theory and any oh, map program. Gosh. Yeah, do you know when you have to say where you'd like to go? I'd like to go to Redwood Falls, please. But I don't understand. Redwood Falls. Yep. <laughs> Your journey will take an hour and 15 minutes. Fantastic. <laughs> you to develop a great fake American accent. Shocking, isn't it? Yow, with your trick-or-treating yow on your mountain, dude. Oh, wow. oh, well, you've almost nailed I've it. I've nailed it, haven't I? But maybe, be in the middle maybe of, work a little more. You betcha, don't you know? There we go. But we are... <laughs> At 10 p.m. Central Time every Friday, Catherine listens to us. You can catch us on the Dark Matter Digital Network with 100,000 countries. 100,000 countries, that would be impressive, wouldn't it? Yes, With 190 listeners in 100,000 countries all over the world. Yes. There's people standing in the middle of Switzerland, France and Germany right now. They've got their legs kind of between each thing. So that's taking care of three countries (laughs) right there. Do you know there's some states where you can kind of straddle, Sure, sure. you know, five... Four states. There's a fantastic the casino that's not a million miles away from us if you're driving towards going out to Sioux Falls. Yeah. There's a stretch of road. We're going back to GPS, aren't we? Yes. It says, welcome to Iowa. Iowa. And then 10 seconds later, it says, welcome to Minnesota. And then five seconds later, it says, welcome to South Dakota. <laughs> and then it says, welcome to Minnesota. All within 100 yards. Yeah. yeah. It's very impressive. It made me happy. Right, there, I visited three states all in 10 seconds. That's right. Very, very impressive. Miss Morris, I'm going to put you to task. You're sat there looking bored. I would like to know the top oh, 10 countries God. that listened to our show just last week. I know oh. it's terrible. You've got to click a mouse and go searching for such things, Jeez, isn't it? Oh, Pete. There you go. Peter, our good friend and Patreon. Hi, Peter. That is hilarious. He contributes to the show. His graphics are amazing. I yes. might not comment on them every week, but I do read them, and they do make me very happy. He's based in New York. He has written Michelle Corrie. Gein machine. Brilliant. Thank you. It was great. You won a lot of points for that last week. Yes, and there was graphics, wasn't it? They looked like the mystery machine. Yes, thank you, Catherine. We're going to go on a road trip in the Gein machine. This is You betcha. Heater, of course, is listening on SoundCloud as well. All of our shows are archived. They're platformed on many different places. But if you go to soundcloud.com, you will find us if you search for MQTA Radio. And if you're listening on SoundCloud now, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you appreciate what we do or on many many other platforms you can write short reviews as well for us on there there's itunes stitcher TuneIn, buzzspot spotify Gasbox, brussels sprouts probably yeah. went a caught in uh panda butt panda's butt wow yeah. isn't that a restaurant <laughs> yes. i'm going to take you up the panda's butt if you're hungry <laughs> anything you favorites. want on the menu <laughs> do fantastic charmaine but there's plenty of platforms there and we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes at the top of the hour we stay in the studio because when we're searching for the stories of the paranormal the stories of the strange and the bizarre we come across stories of a rather adult nature Mm. stories we cannot read out because they're laden with globulous heavy dark dripping stains of death defying insertions Wow. Oh, I like that. That's fantastic. Yes. Uh It's a very stubborn stain isn't it? Difficult to get out. But if you go over to our platforms you will find us doing an extra Easter egg for you of adult-themed stories that we cannot read out. So that's yeah. all there for you as well. And why not cut and paste the link? Why not tell the whole wide world now, at this very moment, if you're part of the listening party that's taking place on Facebook right now, and I'm sure you've answered more questions right than the panel that I've got with me tonight. What? Nothing, Miss Morris. You carry on drinking. And... Uh, why not cut and paste? Wow. <laughs> Michelle's about to deliver the contents of a drink all over the Do table it. from her mouth. 
Don't get it on the electrics. We'll all go up in flames and we'll mm. be electrocuted. We'll be sat here like smouldering skeletons. Okay. And the camera will just keep running and running and running until we're found yes. in about three weeks' time when people have noticed you haven't turned up oh, I think for work. There we go. Yeah, it was a bit foggy. It's very moist and wet and mm. steamy. It's like yeah, being in the savannah down here. Yeah. I saw a tree stump with a cane frog sitting on it. An alligator went past you earlier. It is very humid and... This studio is terrible. It's either under two feet of water yeah. or it feels like Georgia, you know, yep. in the swamps. We're in the Everglades of Florida. There'll right. be a person coming by in one of those boats with a big and fan on the end. That's the one. <laughs> You've nailed it. But you can find us on all of those platforms as well. Diana who seems to be a constant on this show for writing in. I'm happy to read these out, of course. As posted, thank you for another great show tonight and for keeping us entertained for an hour. All of us on the listening party have so much fun and the hour goes by way too fast she is so great yes and as i mentioned you can find us on patreon if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show and i will tell you that we actually need a few more patreons right now but if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show you can go to patreon.com search for mqta radio and miss morris is about to tell you all the wonderful and incredible things you get for your dollar oh you get to hear the show's first and early and the extended version to boot with all the naughtiness and the sauciness and the silliness. And when able, you also get to see all the fun videos of us giving each other um, <laughs> pats on the back and encouragement. Yes, yes. Sign, la- sign language. <laughs> all of the intimate sign language. That's right. Silly faces. The symbiotic language of the hands that yes, seems to go yes. around the room. The love in the studio abounds like you wouldn't imagine. Yes, this is true. I have tears running down my legs just thinking <laughs> oh, about it. Good. But that's all on Patreon. <laughs> and uh, there's a listening party taking place right now, of course, and there's videos available for you. If you go to Patreon, you can see a video of us messing around in the studio. There's that's episodes true. that have never been released we've done on there. All mm-hmm. kinds of fabulous plays and... Special radio editions. things. Yeah, yeah. there's all on there. Lisa again, who seems to be omnipresent, and I'm happy to read this out, has added, thank you for all the great laughs tonight. That's our Aww. pleasure. Thank you for Thanks, that. Awesome. And a big yeah, hello to her work. and her husband, John. So we appreciate your support and what you do. You can contact us on Twitter. We have a Twitter account, Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips with 100,000 followers on there. I have books out at the moment. If you're looking for a great summer read, if you're looking for a book to take on the beach, if you're looking for a book to read on the plane, if you're looking for a book to read because you've locked the children in the basement during the summer holidays and you're feeding them under the door frame with pizza and pancakes, you can read my books. Go to Amazon. Go to any good ebook stores and bookshops. They're all there. Ghosts, hauntings, how to be psychic, history, mysterious Minnesota, mysterious Midwest, how to be a Christian psychic, all with fabulous reviews. Yes. Mysterious Midwest, 50 reviews so far on Amazon, five Ooh, out of five. Love it. Bear in mind, one of your presidents did say you can't please all of the people all of the time. I seem to be doing that with that book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Lincoln. Yeah, that makes me happy. <laughs> Makes me very happy. So that's all there for you. It now comes to the part of the show where Dr. Chad Peters reads out his strange, bizarre, and fascinating random fact of the evening. See if you play Dr. Peters. Or not, Mr. Peters. I'm on it. I'm on it. (laughs) So this is probably the most important thing you're going to learn about the butt crack tonight. (gasps) Excellent. And it's that the medical name for a butt crack is the intergluteal cleft. Cleft? Let me kick you in the intergluteal cleft. Could you get... Butt sand in your intergluteal cleft. Oh, Is that you possible? certainly could. You could flick that out all over the place, couldn't it you? It would be intergluteal sand. Sand. If you've got a small piece of sand in your intergluteal 
cleft and then ran around and did a marathon. I wonder if the agitation would create a pell. You could make pells. You could farm your own pells by going into the lake, getting small amounts of agitation and sand in your intergluteal cleft, and then running around and creating pells. I believe that's how that's made. Thank you. Yes, that's lovely. I need another 50 and we've got a necklace, Michelle. Oh, it's going to be a long night of pell making for you, madam. <laughs> Happy days. I shall give Chad two fantastic glistening pearly white points right. he's up to six and he has gained parity with miss morris heather is on the six there michelle's on two i'm yet to score but all is to play for as we enter the round that we call ghosts and hauntings miss morris is clicking her fingers yeah like I a am. rude frenchman in a hotel you made me do work I, it needs to pay off now yes okay i would like the top 10 yeah that's right countries <laughs> that listen to the show last week is there a few surprises in there Perhaps. I want Ooh. you to do an accent for every one you go through. I can't do it. What? Go for it. Oh, well, we'll we've got, you. We've got the can. U.S. The U.S. of the U.S. Of Y'all, yeah. you the boys been jerking off in the back of my With RV. With the chicken and the tater salad. <laughs> Lovely. And perhaps we have the United Kingdom. No, I can't. That's Indian. Wow. United Kingdom. Well, you, you almost nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it fits. I say, madam, that's outrageous. We oh, need to we be go. second. Yeah. Hallelujah. God save the queen. Fish and chips. Click it. Hello. Cheerio. What? What? Would you like some chocolate? And then, of course, we've got Canada, eh? Canada, yeah, eh? Yeah, eh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, wait. Now, how do you do Australia? Australia. Yo, geez, there's a bloke down here with no strides on. <laughs> Crikey. Oh. Crikey, mate. <laughs> Cobber. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Something like that, yeah. Absolutely. Now it. Absolutely. All right. Next is the Philippines. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, what, about, what about an Englishman on holiday in the Philippines? <laughs> you lie down now. <laughs> Great. Oh, Great. They won't be on next no, week. No, they won't. That's, we, they, they'll go from... They were number five, yes, but they're, they'll no be, more. They're no more. I, I can only apologize to the Philippines. Oh, we also have a Japan. Oh, India. Oh, oh Japan. Oh, no, very much. Yeah. Hi, we have Germany. <laughs> Deutschland, Deutschland. This With is true. With the sauerkraut. Du hast so schöne Augen. <laughs> and the schnitzel. Lovely. No, and right. Is this racist? Should we, should we, do we need to cut this out? What's, Falco's Austrian, I might what's, add. I mean, what's bratwurst? What's bratwurst? Like a sausage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, go on with the Ukraine, because I don't got nothing. Well, you're going to have to go a bit Russian there, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, I have to think about it for a minute. Russian for the bus. Beautiful. Oh, That's what you've done, Vidania. Then we've got Denmark. And oh. number 10 is... I regret that I said this now. Do you know that? I actually regret that we, we committed to this. You're the one that did it. Denmark? How am I supposed to do did. Denmark? Yeah, go on. I can't do it. Oh, I can't. I can't do it. I don't think that's what the Danes say at all. No. no they seem like no. a go-forward-and-can-do kind of people. Yeah, they have Abel Skeever and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Little Mermaids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Christian Anderson. Now the Ooh, number Michelle 10. Michelle can nail that one. Number 10 is actually Russia. <gasps> oh, but if we can't do Ukraine, the subtle difference between the two is is going to be beyond our reach, isn't it, I would suggest. I'd have to think about it for a minute. I mean, it might pop out later. I don't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there you go, Russia. That's a fantastic. Thank you, Russia, for squeezing in. What's 11 out of interest? God. I don't know. I just can't. I'll tell you what. Let's just spend the rest of the show going through the 190 and we'll no. see how much we can butcher their languages. No. How would that be? Now we only have the U.S. Well, we're going to dive oh. into the round that is the ghosts and hauntings. And remember, <gasps> yes. we don't do orbs. Chilling moments. CCTV captures ghosts moving bar stalls in an empty brewery at night. The clip begins with nothing out of the ordinary happening in the empty Milner's Gate Idaho Craft Brewery in Idaho in America. But one by one, each of the bar stalls seems to move out from behind the <gasps> bar. They appear 
There's no one inside the room, which makes the movement all the more bizarre. Brian Ramba decided to look at the CCTV after discovering the seats moving the next day. He rejected claims that someone could simply have been hiding behind the counter and pushing the seats, claiming there would not be enough space. Where is this again? This is in Idaho. Oh, Idaho. Idaho. We were all skeptical until the stall thing happened, he said. I had E. coli a few years ago, and I had the stall thing just happening. I thought I'd share that with you. Nice. <laughs> we looked through the footage. I checked for string about 10 minutes after it happened, and there isn't room for someone to push those out while hidden under the bar. There's really no ulterior motive in this video. This is the first video I've ever posted on YouTube, and I posted it so I could share with friends and co-workers. Pictures from the bar appear to back up claims no one could squeeze behind them to push out the stalls. Thousands of people have seen the clip since it was posted on YouTube. They have said, that was freaky, brother. One wrote, not a whole lot of room under the bar top. Another added, this has to be ghosts pushing out the bar stalls. But others That's were still so convinced. Bunk. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort Drinking Game. One sentence from the end of my story. Miss Morris has Don't bunked it and you're it. now welcome to have a shot and an alcoholic beverage. A libation wherever you are in the world. You got it. Right Terrible. It's bunk. On us, but others were convinced someone was hiding behind the stalls to push them out. Mm -hmm. I think someone was lurking down there, a third wrote. It would have been more believable if they weren't pushed out in sequence. So random lurking and pushing is the way to go if you want things <laughs> to be believed. Apparently, Ghost Bar Stall or The Man's a Fool. You decide to go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And that story is there for you with the video for yourself in glorious Technicolor. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts? Something fun, hauntings? Mr. Lee. Ooh. Oh, nice. Are you You're ready? bringing some levity to the situation. Yeah. I'm giddy with anticipation. None of this seriousness stuff. No. I'm over it. You're over it. Over it. We're going to be light-hearted. We're a Absolutely. light entertainment show. Yeah. We're all going to shave our heads and grow a goatee beard and take pictures of ourselves in black and white from the feet up Good. under severe lighting in a disused oh, asylum. God, where is your mind mm, going? It seems like a fun thing to do. Yeah, I think that's no. the way to go to get a TV show these days. Bizarre, bizarre footage bizarre. has emerged showing a piece of meat oh, crawling no. off a restaurant plate. And onto the floor. I'd like it That's blue, please. That's right. My it's... dinner's getting away, goddammit. Catch my dinner. It is. Quick, <laughs> it's getting out the door. Zombie meat. Zombie meat. That's right. I can show you zombie meat. I've seen oh, a video called that. Oh, no. Yeah. no. It's been dead for years. It, yes, and the dead horse <laughs> fell out the stable. Necrotic. Oh, lovely. Necrotic. Anything else anyone wants to add? Green. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Right. Oh, that's so wrong. My dinner's getting away. <laughs> wow. I ordered a plate of snails and I put salt on my dinner and it all disappeared. My dinner disappeared before my very eyes. I had to get a glass of water to rehydrate my dinner. Well, it's been uploaded on Facebook two weeks ago by Rye Phillips. The video shows a piece of raw chicken seemingly taking on a mind of its own as it moves and gyrates. When chicken goes bad. The funky chicken. Oh my, look at the moves on that. Good God, look at the breasts on that chicken. It's a naked chicken breast. Well, let me go fetch an onion. They did say it was gyrating in a rather unsettling manner. Would you like... Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy God, it was chicken. winking at me. The chicken was asking for it. That's terrible. <laughs> no, you can't get stretch marks from laying eggs. God. 
<laughs> a woman can be heard screaming as ah, the meat climbs dear. off the plate and falls off the side of the table. I know. It was trying to cross the road. Yeah. Oh, no. No. I love this show. No, no, yep. no. That's the one. No, no, no. That's on the money right there. No, 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 We've reached the pinnacle. Sorry, we can't do it anymore. Wow. It is unclear exactly where the footage was recorded, but it has been speculated that it has been a restaurant serving Chinese, Japanese, or Korean, because they really can't make up their mind, apparently. <gasps> Since appearing online, the video has reportedly managed to rack up over 4 million views and has left social media users scratching their heads or their beaks or their feathers or whatever they have around them one story suggests that the meat is moving because the nerve endings are still active so it's got ghost chicken it's twerking the twerking it's chicken twerking chicken <laughs> quick let's put some jerk rub on it it, it could rub itself it's basting no. itself hey you get in my belly oh no god Wow. Oh, while another puts forward the possibility that the whole thing is just a hoax, so it's a fake chicken. I no. saw this video. Did you? Yes. And? It's not a fake chicken. I think it's nerve endings. It's twitching. Is it's, it really the twerking? The chicken's twerking cut chicken? in half. Yeah. It's half a chicken that's moving, and it's its arms moving, and its legs, and it's making its way off the plate. But it's it's. Is it moving and... its little chicken oh. finger? It's oh, I see what you've done there. <laughs> So they electrified the plate, you think? Uh, I just think it was... Uh, you've seen chickens run around without yeah, a head. You've seen have, meat yeah. that's well, just been freshly butchered, still doing the macarena. Unbelievable. What, whatever it is, it's still strange. The funky chicken. Ghost <laughs> chicken when chickens turn bad. They're going to have a chicken week on the History Channel, the Discovery Channel. Chicken dance. Chicken attacks. Oh, yeah. I was just there minding my own business. I was in a cage and the chicken came at me. Man. Chicken trot. Wow. Unbelievable. I'll give you points for that. You're now up to a rather impressive bottom-heavy symmetrical round of eight. Michelle, what have you got for me in the round that we call ghosts and hauntings? Oh, motorists terrified after spotting ghostly figure on road in the dead of night. The clip begins with a motorist driving down the stretch of road in Kota Tinggi, Malaysia. Coat and dinghy. Yep. yep, you've got your coat in a dinghy. I sure do. You're gonna get. You're gonna catch your death if you, you're not gonna feel the benefit if you're in the dinghy and you haven't that put sucks. your coat on. Yeah. Wow. It's practically pitch black, barring the solitary street lamp and the car's headlights. As a car moves along, a strange shape becomes visible to the right of the screen. It appears to be stationary, with something outstretched, reaching towards the car. Creepy. In the caption to the video, the hidden underbelly wrote. The dash cam films this apparition standing in the middle of the road, raising its ghostly arm as if it is trying to stop the car. This encounter left the witness baffled, as there were no cars on the side of the road, and if you wanted to help, then why would you stand in the road, in the pitch black, when you could walk a few yards and you would be under the streetlight? Adding his own opinion, the channel owner added, this, to me, looks like a partial apparition, as we cannot see any distinguishing features, only a head which is attached to a body and something that looks like an arm. Hundreds! Surely of... we're all a head attached to a body, aren't we? <laughs> and an arm. And an arm. I, I'm, I'm a head attached to a body with an arm right yeah. now. I'm, I have more than one. There you, well, he's got more head? than one head, apparently. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, it takes him whatever. twice as long to clean his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of people have seen the video since it was posted on July Only hundreds, 22nd. Huh? Yeah. Wow. That many? Wow. Yeah. 
Okay, that looks kind of crazy, one wrote. Another added, what the hell is that thing? And the third commented, that would freak me out. But one user had a reasonable explanation, saying, it's a signpost with the signboard missing. So you've bunked your own stories, don't you? If you wish to see the ghostly apparition walking down the road that could be a sign it's entirely up to you if you wish to go there but you can watch that for yourself on our facebook <gasps> site more questions and answers with adrian lee michelle has bunked her own story heather's jumped in to back that up you're more than welcome to have two drinks mm. on the back of that it's a double bunk it's story. a double bunk we're happy to double bunk right now we've been doing this show long enough that we feel confident that we can deal with double bunkage <laughs> triple bunkage next week if you're lucky michelle mm. there you go. no guarantees morris do you want to yeah. squeeze one more haunting ghost story into the round that i we call can ghost if you Yes, go on then. Put it in there. A man has won thousands in compensation after a magical organization failed to get his estranged wife to return to him. The fairy dust did not work. The crystal ball was cracked. The cards were dirty. They were stacked against them. Mm -hmm. Yes. The runes were stoned. Lovely. The, The asparagus was tossed <laughs> <laughs> the turtle shell empty the well, chinese I... sticks were used for sushi <laughs> <Lovely. Good laughs> i do find my sushi a bit sticky <laughs> stabbing a chicken Lovely. <laughs> is that a euphemism for your friday night boy let yes. me go and stab the chicken i'll be back in a minute yep the russian man by russia you won't be yeah, not in the top ten. <laughs> Thanks, we've Russia. Lost the Philippines and Russia. <laughs> From Russia with love. Nostrovia. Uh, uh, referred to as MEA in court records, was awarded 400,000 rubles or 5,200 pounds, which would be, what, 7,500 US maybe? $2.50. <laughs> <laughs> There's your happy meal right there. After a court determined that the Sixth Sense Company original had not kept their side of the bargain, having failed to reunite him with his spouse because he really, really, really wanted her back. <sighs> the firm had convinced the man that they had a magical and sensory knowledge from the heavens to get your wife back. She will want you again. <laughs> that is, you can't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> William Shatner, shut up. <laughs> oh, God. I love Shatner's <laughs> Well, in the sky with diamonds. Oh, boy. <laughs> However, the woman did not return. She said, oh, no, I'm not coming back. No. No. I can't think of anything else. These boots are made for walking. Nice. Stravinsky, what does that mean? Stravinsky? <laughs> Or is that a violin? He made up, he made up for us. Yeah. Stravinsky. It's a Stradivarius. That's a Stradivarius. Stravinsky was a Russian constructivist who made opera. I saw a ballet performed to Stravinsky well, Stravinsky. Once. That's a swear word in my... It's a racehorse. Keep going. Oh, great. Well, anyway. So, she didn't come back at all. She's done with it. Who knew? The man from the Siberian city of Omsk. Oh 
it's O M S K, so I'm guessing that's how it said. Omsk, Omsk. Yes, Omsk. sounds right to me. Uh, it's a lot of Flemmy in there. <laughs> Broke up with his wife in August right. 2017. So it's like French kissing, but it's more Belgian kissing because there's more Flem involved. The... In the gulag. <laughs> that's what you call it. The following month, he saw a television advert for a company offering the service of returning. Wives and beloved women everywhere, come back to me with chicken feathers and legs. Wow. Why am I here? Magic eyes. The places I could be right now, yeah, other than yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah, 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 with the magic eyes. The things I could be doing with my life. Come back like to what? me, throw Writing chicken books. Bones. I could be working out in the gym. Mix up the stool. I could be walking the dog. I could be doing some gardening with a flashlight. <laughs> Practicing oh, her accents. Come many behind the curtain. She's still going. Like these. Is there much more of this to go? Yep. <laughs> oh. It also reportedly offered the service of lifting the evil eye. As opposed to the not evil eye. What if you had one eye that was evil and one eye that was good? I do. You do? <laughs> Give me the evil eye. The two-faced thing. Give me the good eye. <laughs> wow! She went through a whole show it, show it to the camera. She went through a whole. You gotta look at the camera and do that. A whole gamut of emotions from A through to B. She's having a stroke. What's wrong with you? I don't know. If you strain like that, you're gonna hurt yourself. I know. Well, not only are they lifting that, they're also lifting ancestral curses. Curses you. <laughs> After meeting with the company's director, the man agreed to contract for 260,332 rubles in return for his estranged wife because he wanted her back. Wow. I'm just saying she must have been great Why and he, just he buy messed another it up. One? Uh, mail order brides yeah. are great, I hear. I believe From Russia. that's right. I think the idea is that the Russian brides don't want to be in Russia, so they're unlikely to want to marry uh, Russian men. In the, Omsk? The point is, yes, let's Omsk. have a look at the Omsk dating scene and see what it has to offer. The Omsk Facebook. <laughs> Vladimir, work with chickens and tractor. It was like, an, like vodka. It was old-fashioned story of boy meets girl, girl meets farmyard Love machinery. Love potato. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep, that's Russia gun. <laughs> Miss Morris, I should give you two more points. You've reached the double integer of ten, although I've lost the will to live. As we move into the round, that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. The Loch Ness monster was spotted <gasps> for the twelfth time this year, yes. as experts claim hot water forced the beast to the surface. There was a couple of years when we first started this show where there was no sightings at all. No. We're up to twelve this year, and there was a lot last year as well. I'm led to believe. Uh, the trees are changing. Of the weather? Changing of the weather. I don't know why warm weather would bring a plesiosaur to the surface. I'm not quite sure what... She wants a suntan. She wants to... Breeding season. <laughs> Breeding season. <gasps> the Loch Ness Monster sightings are on course for a record this century after the 12th was logged this year as experts claim the warm weather is forcing Nessie to the surface. The latest glimpse of Nessie, just one short of the record set in 2018, came on Thursday when the monster sceptic Richard Cobb from Bradford spotted something mysterious in the lock. The sighting comes at a time when a suggestion for a mass search of the Loch Ness Monster later this year was gone viral on social media, rallying nearly 40,000 people. Is that like storming Area 51? Oh, God. Let's just all jump in the lock and we'll go for it. We'll get 40,000 people. We'll all go with shrimping nets. I'm sure we'll find something. She's I, elusive. That I do, is true. I do have to say something, though. 
they had the monster giant squid, right? Yes. And it was up until, what, five years ago that they thought those were only a myth. They find quite a lot of new species every year. Yes. Thousands and thousands of new species is discovered every year. On the Great Barrier Reef in Australia alone, they're finding new animals. Well, absolutely. And the giant squid has actually been videoed now, and it yeah. is massively yeah. huge. Yeah, it's got an eye the size of a dinner plate. It's crazy. They found half a dozen new types of frog yeah. last year alone. That's right. Seems wow. like in something the size of Loch Ness, though, you'd have something the size of a plesiosaur wash up. I would sure. agree with you. This is a similar idea to Bigfoot in the fact that, you know, why has one not been hit by a car? Everything else is sitting by the side of the road dead. Mm. Where's the Sasquatch roadkill? You leave Bigfoot alone. They <laughs> take care of their own. Ness's most recent <laughs> sighting came at 9.30pm last Thursday when something broke the lock's calm surface. And the walking tour company boss, Mr. Cobb, 43, who was on holiday with his brother, Colin, was stunned. The father of three said, I've been coming to Loch Ness since 1992, and I know what a boat wake looks like. But there were no boats around when this thing surfaced. So what boats has he seen that surfaced? That's a submarine, isn't it? Mm, that's right. I think that everything out there that floats on the water is called a ship. And you can only call a submarine a boat. Submarines are boats. Everything else are ships, I believe. Oh, to be interesting. true. A submarine's a boat. Every other vessel's a ship. I believe those. Hmm. Them's the rules. I never believed in Nessie, but now I'm not so sure. What I saw was just weird. It was dead calm. It was a warm night, and this thing broke the surface a few hundred yards away. I couldn't make out a head or anything, but there was something in the middle that was different to the rest of it. It was moving and disappeared. I don't believe Nessie is a dinosaur or anything like that, but there is something in there for sure. I watched it for about 90 seconds. It was moving, and it disappeared. Twelve days earlier, Tracy Power, on holiday from Belfast, Northern Ireland, was also on tour. Miss Power 53 said, I was on the tourist boat heading upwards towards Urquhart Castle. We had a great day out and thought nothing of it until I came home and was looking at the photos. It's photobombed all her pictures. Aww. It's in the background doing rabbit's ears. Nice. I didn't see the object at the time. I was concentrating on the scenery. It wasn't a boy or something similar. Buoy. Boy. It's buoy. a buoy. Don't make me come What's over there. What's buoyancy then? It's not buoyancy, is it? No. No, someone told you that once a long time ago and you just kind of went with it. It's always but funny, it's isn't it? It's a buoy. It always makes me laugh when an American oh, corrects an English one's English. It's always funny. Bunk. She says, I'm a geomorphologist by oh. training, mm. so not a believer in the existence of Nessie. However, now I'm really curious as to what happened maybe nessie is there after all right monster in the lock or the man is a confidence trickster Whoa. you decide <laughs> go to our facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee do you have a nice cryptozoological story miss i do a little one go for it squeeze it in all right uh alleged bigfoot alleged. howl uh -huh. like these someone bought <laughs> morris got a bigfoot call like six months ago, and now every story from is, Lorna is Bigfoot. Nice. What are you going to do if a Bigfoot suddenly breaks down the door and wants to mate? That's I a mating will, call. That's I like will, a duck call. Yeah, I'll put it under your pillow. Lovely. <laughs> I will film it. Well, let me up then. I'm in on that. Wow, That's that turned quickly for me, didn't it? Yeah. Well, actually, there was an alleged Bigfoot howl recorded in Kentucky, of all places, oh. where they have the Kentucky Fried Chicken that crawls off your plate. Lovely. Sometimes it's crispy, sometimes it's original. Sometimes it's rare. <laughs> oh. Whitesburg resident Sean Hammonds recently recorded a uh, Sowell Pearson. 
howl coming from the forest. The footage, which was posted up on Facebook around two weeks ago, so gall darn it, you're behind the times, starts with the Hammonds walking through and towards the tree line outside his house with his cell phone in the hope of capturing the sound. Sure enough, the strange, distant howling can be heard multiple times throughout the clip. So it was an amorous Bigfoot who really, really wanted love. This may be their mating season. I don't know. So you might want to leave the mating calls alone is what I'm suggesting. There might be one heading this way now. I don't know. Great. <laughs> his... He's making his way up 169 as we speak in a car. Like he's in a I'm Prius. Thinking Harry. I'm thinking he's driving a Prius. You know what they say about guys with big feet, right? A little bit of cologne. <laughs> he's playing his A game. Yeah. yeah. You've got a night out of Red Lobster with a big foot. <laughs> with VO5 slicking back the hair. I can see it all. Is he or isn't he? Oh, Great. Boy. Got the conditioner on. His wife, who also appears in the footage, was similarly perplexed by the sound. Lil Mama heard it with me, and we can both tell y'all that's no elk. We've heard elk before. No, it ain't no elk with the horns and stuff. Nice. Bear. It ain't no dang coyote. No No coyote. (laughs) We've seen coyote. We've heard coyote. It's none of those things. What are you thinking? It's not it. What was I thinking? That me, me. sound pierces your soul, and it makes you feel all funny. It's like Tennyson, isn't it? She's reading some Victorian poetry. And scared and excited, and I don't know what to do anymore. And you just hear this, and it's going, oh my God. The What's award for on? Best Supporting Actress goes to Heather Morris for her impression of a deep south redneck having seen a Sasquatch. Would you I like to come it. to the stage, Miss Morris? It in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Beating Jennifer Lawrence to second place. Unbelievable. I'm going to get a... What do you? It wouldn't be Oscar, would it? It would be some trash can Lovely. award. How much time are we? Can I squeeze a couple in? Nope. We, I'm done, am I? <laughs> you are. Well, that went quick, didn't it? <laughs> Save the clown story to next week. Okay. It's a winner. Yes. Well, all good things come to an end. I don't know where the time goes. I know. I People know. on our listening party were saying it goes too quickly. They should I've be got, here. I've got seven <laughs> stories I've not read out. <laughs> Me too. That clown story is a winner. It is. We'll a make winner. that happen next week. Okay. I promise. We now enter a round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you've come to find us on one of our platforms. So thank you for making the effort to come and see us. We promise to be fun and informative. Why not spread the word? Why not cut and paste the link that you're currently listening on and tell the whole wide world on your social media that you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world? We appreciate you coming Mm -hmm. to find us. This is the round we cannot read out on air for fear of being removed or getting a hefty fine we did try and read this round out once when we first appeared on dark matter and we was told within 20 minutes that if we didn't knock it on the head we were done i think it was so this is where we, we were, are we we were we did a story on chocolate buttholes yes the, the, the story that the story that pushed the station over the head was the chocolate anus Nice. For yes. Valentine's Day, yes, if I they, remember. They come in... Oh, you could make a print of yours? Yes, many centers. There was hard centers, oh, soft centers. Caramel. Caramel. Oh, Chucky! She's my brown-eyed girl. Do you remember when? Oh, good God. That's right. 
But you have been warned, if your mother's of a nervous disposition, give her a box of chocolates and push her <laughs> off in the direction of the bedroom with a mirror. If there's small miners God. in the room, you're probably living with Snow White as we live and breathe. Oh, I love seven them. Dwarves. dwarves. Perfect. Midgets. <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Midgets. <laughs> Bad Boy Brian. Bad Boy Brian. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to bring the mood down a little bit here for all the men Great. listening right now. Brutal penis torture chambers used to stop men masturbating. Mesopotamia dating. the Victorian era. <laughs> they say it affects your diction. <laughs> get that confused with the potatoes and the eyes. Mm. <sighs> Brutal penis torture chamber used to stop men masturbating. <laughs> Mas- mashed potatoes. Masturbating. Yeah. In the Victorian era discovered. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Don't come in, Mum. I'm not wrong. I'm not mashed potato. <laughs> are those small torture chambers then? Are they only are they handheld? Well, the, the idea is that they're small <laughs> because it's stopping you from becoming masturbating, engorged. <laughs> it's, it's designed to. Do they shrink the tater? I tell you what. Imagine tater tots getting a tube of Pringles. Yeah. Putting a flaccid balloon in there and then trying to inflate the balloon whilst in the Pringles can. And you're getting a flavour of things. Oh. Sour cream and onion? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I was going to go ready salted. Right. With chives. <laughs> nice. Pointy. <laughs> Great. Someone's going to mention dips in a minute, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and his story has lifted the lid on painful devices invented in the 19th century that were specifically aimed at clamping down on mashed potatoes. <laughs> Many doctors believe self-love, which physicians dubbed as spermatorrhea, drained... What? That's one of the worst cases like of spermatorrhea disease. I've ever seen. Drained a man's energy. I can't get up in the morning. Like his <laughs> life essence? That's the sort of thing, I've yeah. I've seen a You've sci-fi seen movie You've seen like that. Essence. Was it Barbarella? You might want to wipe your glasses. I don't remember. It's a Buddhist practice. You're not supposed to fiddle with yourself if you're Buddhist. You, you, you lose your life essences. My life essences? <laughs> That's exactly you what's know, Catholic. Be. Or the potatoes. Yes, that as well. Yes, you're, you're, you're draining your potatoes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Leading to mental or physical collapse and even death. Well, I'm still here. <laughs> I can't do it. One I've in... now thought of me- you can mash potato. You can do the twist. You can do the twist. Do you like it like this? <laughs> Watch me now. <laughs> so bad. Oh, I can't even. I can't listen to that song anymore. <sighs> now that I can dance. <laughs> God, wow. I can't listen to that song anymore. I Thanks. have had the time of my life. <laughs> well, she was like 13, wasn't she? That needs to be looked into as well while we're on the subject. What, a 13 Dirty year old? dancing. Oh. How old was that woman? Jennifer Grey? God, she was like 12 in that. No, no she wasn't. She was a full-on adult. Yeah, she was. And then right after, she had a nose job. Yep. And she looked better before the nose job. Well, she looks better than Patrick Swayze right now, I would huh? suggest. You stop it and don't make me come over there. One inventor dating. One invention dating from the 1880s. They say it affects your eyesight, right? Yeah, how's yeah. it going, Tata? Involved locking up a man's todger. <laughs> <laughs> in armour with special hose to allow urination so it looks like a colander really Gross. I'm guessing what right. another one called the jiggum <gasps> that's a dessert in an Indian restaurant a jiggum would you be wanting anything for dessert yeah I'll take the jiggum 
Will you want two jiggums? Yes, please. I'll take two jiggums. You That's... love jiggums, don't you, at the end of an Indian meal? Right. I don't want jiggums. That sounds <laughs> want... like it needs cream. That's one of the worst cases of jiggums I've ever seen. It makes its own. Wow. Gross. I want something to take away the pain but keep the swelling. You go fishing with jiggums, don't you? Well, you're not a million miles away. It was a spiked ring that was fitted around the base of the beach. <laughs> like a collar? So it couldn't go near a Geneva. Like a reverse spike collar? Yeah. Yes, like slaves would wear back in the day. Around this the would neck? De- this would deter, around the neck of it, absolutely right. Oh. This would deter an erection because of the pain it would cause. Then there was an anti-masturbation corset that would deny corset. stimulation. Yes, a corset. You've had a corset on your pinky before. I've seen it. I don't remember seeing that video. <laughs> No, no, it was your writing finger has a corset. I do so much. I've been an artist all my life. Yeah. And now I'm a writer. Yeah. And when I hold my paintbrush and hold my pen, there's a little indentation. (laughs) It does. In my finger that she thinks looks like it's been in a corset. It does. It's a trend. Look at it. That's one of the worst cases of corset finger. (laughs) Show the camera. Tiny whale bones around My finger. They're never going to. Show the camera your corset finger. There, for the benefit of our viewers paying a dollar. That's a dollar well spent to yeah, see his my... Camera, yeah, his camera, his finger has a figure. Nice. Wow. This was an anti-masturbation corset. Historian Dr. John Wolfe, a Victorian specialist and author of The Wonders mm. of Masturbation, mm. said this was a huge, huge, massive concern. It became increasingly mainstream to believe that masturbation, a.k.a the solitary vice could lead to mental and physical disorders including insanity this was a medical and moral concern which had roots in the 18th century following the publication of two tracts omania or the heinous sin of self-pollution and onanism what i'd like to have uh, we're going to do the illustrations for that and they're going to be printed badly and we'll send them to america what's what's self-pollution self-pollution i'll show you self-pollution oh oh self-pollution and this was written by French physician Samuel Tissot. The fear of masturbation seeped into medical, seeped, spread into medical textbooks, marriage guides, and advice on morals and manners. Spermatorrhea was believed to be a serious medical condition causing oh blushing, crying, breathlessness, melancholy, sensitivity. Oh my God. Michelle is blushing right now. Yes, I think she's come down with uh-huh. spermatoa. Yeah, oh where's boy. This is terrible. I got it bad. Mm. Well, rub it in. It was a popular diagnosis between 1830 and 1860, but then became fashionable, unfashionable and rare. But such drastic measures clearly failed to make men kick their sinful vice. Dr. Wolfe said, I've come across Victorian Paul. Oh, wait, pole. he said I've come. He's come across Victorian Paul. <laughs> God, look, it's your grandmother. Across it? She's I never looked better, has she? I have arrived. Wow. They even got the bicycle in there. Great. It made me blush. And I come from the generation who reached sexual maturity alongside internet pornography. <sighs> Do you know the first inventor of the camera, ten minutes later, was probably taking pictures of his wife in a candid manner, I would yes. suggest. Or wow. himself. I bet he, he was taking pictures of himself. <laughs> right. Spanking the monkey. You say that. But Victorian photography, you had to be still for three minutes. Or it would oh, be blurry. Right, There'd be yeah. a picture of him smiling, be in perfect detail, you and then below the waist, the... there'll be a blur. Is what... Yeah, they'll be tickling underneath. <laughs> Good like God. Like the chin. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snow <laughs> drinking game. 
Michelle was giving you a snort. The first one in about two months, I might add. Tickle the chin. It was tickling under the chin that did it. It was the blurry Victorian pictures. Good God. Spanking the monkey. Oh, that's just funky. You decide. Jeez. Go to our Facebook site. More questions mm. and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of NFM? As Britain swelters in what's set to be a record-breaking heat wave. The hottest day ever recorded in the history of Britain was this week. And we've been taking temperature readings since the invention of mercury. Right. Right. And how hot was it? It got to 103 degrees, (gasps) which is unprecedented. The hottest I remember Britain ever being when I lived there all my life was probably 85. It's ridiculous. But there's no such thing as climate change, apparently. When but I we li- have had the hottest day for 700 years <laughs> right? this week. God. When I lived in Ireland, one day it was like 93. That's mad. People were combusting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there goes Paddy Murphy. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, she's not ready. <laughs> oh, no. All over the island of Ireland, we're exploding over here. Oh, no, there's another one. The Jesus. potatoes were done. Yeah. <laughs> Look at in their jackets. Oh, no. Look at wee Paddy over there. Oh, no. <sighs> Terrible. Oh, that was it's... an Irish stew, I'm guessing. Yes. People are desperately looking for ways to cool down. Most of us resort to sitting in front of a fan, seeking refuge in air-conditioned buildings, sure. or having a cold shower. But one woman was so hot. That she thought sticking an ice lolly or ice pop, ice yep. popsicle, a popsicle into her vagina. What might, kind? Mm, I'm guessing grape. I'll go raspberry. Mm, banana. Banana. When have you had a banana ice pop? When's that ever happened? They make them. Duh. I've had them. But in this case, I like the idea that better. she had to wrestle it out of the hands of her three-year-old and yeah. already made a start Stick it on in it. Her. That's right. Do you know which ice pops I absolutely hated when I was growing up? I'm just saying. Side note. Hello. Grape. Not. No. Those twin pops that you had to snap apart uh, because I could never oh, get them yeah. to snap yeah. evenly. Yeah. Then they'd break and you'd lose they'd one. They'd break and I then they'd melt. And, uh, I, they're disgusting um, ice lollies. Yeah. So what would you call that over here? Popsicle. A popsicle. A popsicle. There you go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's the same thing. What if okay. she loses the stick? She needs a bomb pop. Wow. Ooh, a yeah. magnum. Yeah, magnum. Right. Oh, that has chocolate on it. Yes, yeah. it does. And caramel. Yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> we could get a feast. Yeah. Unless she's got a nut allergy, then she's oh, got problems, right? God. Yeah. That's going to make her lips swell up. Oh. <laughs> All right, so she thought that sticking a popsicle into her vagina might be a good way to cool off. Should we do our to own the... or each other's? Mm-mm. What do you think? I mean, do we... What, we vaginas? We could do both. We could do both. Okay. Yeah. I have a question. Why yeah. would you do that when you can just put your dildo in the freezer? Maybe she didn't have a dildo. Yeah, those are expensive. Everybody needs one. Or a freezer. Pound, Poundland is <laughs> closed, <right>? I think. <laughs> That's why mum's gone to Iceland. Oh, God, you guys. Un- you? Unsurprisingly, it turns out it's a terrible idea. No and way. Mm-hmm, and has prompted experts to warn women not to put frozen treats anywhere near their genitals. <sighs> not only is it unlikely to help you feel any cooler, it could actually cause infections, irritation, and potential trauma down below. Consultant gynecologist Dr. Ann Henderson told The Sun, anything with food coloring, dye, perfume, 
or high levels of sugar will have a negative impact on vaginal pH and lactobacillus and could increase the risk of vaginal infection such as thrush and bacterial vaginosis. What's a thrush? I thought that was a bird. That's a yeast infection. I can't believe that on this program over the last six years we've read out so many stories of numerous things that have been pushed in and out of all descriptions yes yeah and they've contained chocolate sugars garlic pretty much everything we've had a full gamut Mm -hmm. ferrets of random (laughs) i don't remember the ferret story i'm sure that's a womb ferret i think think. no hibernating for the winter. It'll come back. Yeah. Give it a nut. It'll pop its head out. <laughs> that surprised everyone at Sugar Daddy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Three men fainted and had to be carried out. Cricking with that pop. <laughs> Lovely. It takes the money. <laughs> a little ferret hand comes out, takes the money and goes back in. He's ferreting his money away. Yeah. Oh. See? Pop goes the weasel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Ice can stick to the delicate skin of the vagina and cause real trauma and damage. Lovely. Yeah. Additives can also potentially irritate such a sensitive area as the vagina, causing local inflammation and discomfort. On a more basic level, the process would also be very messy, as the ice lolly would melt very quickly and would leak upon dissolving. It is also pointless, as the core body temperature, including internal organs, such as the vagina, is set by the brain and cannot be altered by application of any cooling agent such as ice. Surely depends how far you push it. I guess, which at best will provide a very temporary relief before the temperature rises once again. So don't stick a popsicle in your hoo-ha. Wow. I like the idea that she then gave it to someone afterwards. There you go. Finish that off for me. Mm. Cooling oh ice God. pop. Or she should stop. Go to our Facebook site. I've seen that story and there's some mm. fantastic pictures of some ice pops on there. If you go oh, to no. more questions mm-hmm. and answers with Adrian Lee. On a similar theme, been very hot this week in oh. Britain. Record temperatures. Oh. The hottest it's ever been. I was thinking to myself, you shouldn't complain. This has been the hottest summer. There's been for 125 years. Because for the next 125 years this oh. has actually been the coolest summer you need to look at it from that perspective would Fair. be my advice yeah. you can now buy your man freezable pants to keep his privates cool during the heat wave Ooh. and when I say pants this is underoos these are knickers right in yeah. Britain we call pants underwear underwear it's trousers yeah. that you call pants of yeah. course banana hammock that's the sort of thing from setting sprays to chafing balm, us ladies have a few tricks up our sleeves when it comes to handling the heat wave. Did you just say us ladies? Us you ladies. didn't edit that story, did you? <laughs> I wasn't planning to read this out, but on the basis that Corrie read out an ice pop story. There you go. Now, we found something to help your man on boiling hot days. Feasible yeah. pants. Feasible pants. Feasible pants. Over on Amazon. A brand called Snowball's Underwear is selling scientifically backed cooling underwear. These pants come with ice packs, dumb snow widgets. Adrian's wearing some now. Yes, I'm sporting them at this moment. It's very cold in the nether regions. It's enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Good 
God. The John, um, did you see the ball game <laughs> last night, Chad? <laughs> what a home run that was. <laughs> God, lovely. <laughs> Got behind me. According to Snowballs. <laughs> snowballs. <laughs> The snow wedges are ready <laughs> to use. Wedges? Yes, it's, a, it's, it's a wedge that you put down the front of your knickers made by a company called Snowballs. Good God. <laughs> nice. They're ready to use after less than an hour in the freezer. Oh, that's awesome. Can you imagine your mother comes over, opens up the chest freezer, and there's a big dildo and a man's pouch. I just... Do you remember the days we used to keep zombie chicken in the freezer? Yeah. After that, they'll keep you cool for 30 minutes. I'm going to get a pair of these for the Renfest. Do it. Excellent. Do you know women can get those little vials that are I have frozen one. and you push them into your sweaty cleavage? No, it's not sweaty when you put those in. I'm going to get a pair of... Ball busters. Ball snowball Snowballs. <sighs> At £59, which is about $130, they're not exactly the cheapest of items. I've just put a ice pack down there. Do you know you get those uh, blue... Yeah. You know... What do you put your beer in a cooler? Lunchbox, koozie. Just push one down the front of my knickers. You just want it to look bigger. I'd be worried that I'd get frostbite. I'd be worried there'd be coldness down there. There would be consequences. There would be consequences. (laughs) Consequences. But for the price, customers get two pairs of cotton boxer briefs and three freezable inserts. Reviews are a little mixed on Amazon with one person praising... This underwear works great. Why do they need three? Because they only last 30 minutes each. She can yeah, rotate them, right? So they cover both balls? They go straight down the front like a cup, like a box. Imagine you're playing a sports game so and they, you put a cup down the front. They look so like they that. Both and they balls. go into a pouch. Ooh. Is what they are. That's Works what they perfectly like. for your cod piece for the Renfest. That would work. Yes. I could Gross. Keep it. I think women could cool their hands on it. If they wanted to, if they got hot hands. You look like you've got hot hands, madam. Let me help you out. Or their cheeks. There you go. Your cheeks look very warm. Let me your breasts look very hot right now. <laughs> let me let me cool those off for you. Let me There you go. You're gonna get the benefit. It's all about you, sweetheart. Another said kept area cool when needed. However, others don't think they kept them cool for long enough. The ice packets stay cold for about fifteen minutes. Every vein 15. and artery goes through that part of your body. So I would imagine that if you're hot, the area that's going to be the hottest, of course. If you use thermal imaging devices, it's your armpits and your groin yeah. that show up as the hottest areas. Right? I have a FLIR. Can yes. I test that theory at some point? We know this to be true. No, I've never put a FLIR on an actual male to say which part of you is the hottest. Every I've time, never done that. Every time I turn the thermal imaging device on, on you a ghost You put it on hunt, your genitalia? I'm, Putting it on my twig How and berries. How hot are you, boys? Yep, 98 degrees little, and cooking. You're a little roasty tonight. Might have to batter <laughs> you. Yep, stewing them, braising them. Put some Cheetos. Basting them up. <laughs> on you. The ice packs uh. stay cold for only 15 minutes. You're almost better off holding a cold drink with ice between your legs if you're trying to be inconspicuous. Red one Ooh. message. I'll give you points if you shout out the best drinks that you could have between your legs. I'm going to start bang. with higher. Hard cider would be the way to bang. go. Bang. You're going to have bang, are you? That's Any right. other thoughts? Anything we want to discuss while we're here? Hard cider. I've dry sack. Hard. Dry sack sherry. <laughs> She's a very popular young lady at the yes. Renfest. Is dry sack sherry. Yes. True enough. Cannot give the points Blueberry. Away. That works. Yep. Yeah. Some sort of V8 carrot juice might be the way to go. Ah. Great. Milkshake. Uh, Yep, that that brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> right, great. Right. 
groin shake. Another added, the underwear makes sense, though the ice packets don't maintain temperature very well. We'll leave your man to decide whether they're worth it, but you'd probably try anything in this weather, wouldn't you? There we go. Something seasonal. Oh. Summer. We're trying to help our listeners. This is informative. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. You should have told them where they could order these this link nut coolers. is currently on Facebook. If you go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, you can see nut the coolers. very, very link that will give you instant comfort in the Twig and Berries department. On what are they called? Day. Nutwig. Snowballs. Oh. Snowballs. Is the nut company. coolers. Nutwig. <laughs> <laughs> and they call it Nutwig. Nut <laughs> Miss Morris, you have the last story of the evening in the round that this we call. Is, not for your mother. This is going to surprise us all. Mm. Because gonna, I haven't read it yet. Wow, like I never read the last one. <laughs> we just aren't putting in the effort anymore. No. I can't be bothered. Ever since I started masturbating, I can't be bothered. I've become lazy, indolent. We black. got a surprise for you. Yeah, you could just fight collar, they'll fix that. Mm. <laughs> nice. When you finish drinking, Miss Morris, what are you what are you, what are you putting back there? What is that? Oh, today I have a nice mixture of cranberry. And Malibu and peach. That's knobs. almost a sex on the beach, isn't it? Oh, You're getting close to that. It's a little bit like our love teeny love that teeny. I love. Love teeny. Yeah. Mm. Nice. All right. Well, it's no secret that social media is full of weird and sometimes wonderful things. Yes. This week has seen an example of both crop up on Twitter as a woman attempted to rally Irish users. To help save a bizarre item from the 1840s. Ireland Ooh. seems to be the way to go right now, doesn't it? Aye. 1840s. 1840s. Yes. A whole 24 years, 23 years before the Dakota War. That was a lousy time for Ireland. <laughs> yes, that wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah. No one yeah. was playing with themselves. <laughs> Potato what? famines, rioting, Bad. starvation. I know, we'll go rub one out. Stab at what she's trying to save. Well, this is the round of Not For Your Mother. So it's yeah. going to be a medieval penis torture device. Some or, ice that you can put down the front of your pants. Or it's Victorian. A, it's a toy, isn't Victorian it? Victorian dildo. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Made oh, by good. the local carpenter from the finest ash. <laughs> that's how baseball was invented yeah shauna scott posting under the handle at sexipio whatever i think she, that's a play on c3 Siopa, i have no idea what her name is took to twitter to tell people about an irish antique sex toy made of ivory of all Ooh. things Ooh. Which was sold to an international collector back in 2017. It's been gone since 2017. I thought there was a law about buying and selling ivory. There is. But it's too old. It's old. It's an antique. Yeah. It doesn't I don't know. I haven't read this story. Remember? Good planning. What have you been doing all day long? Good planning. We spent an hour messing around in the studio before we started. Fair play. The unusual item is thought to have been carved in China. There was a young where man it's from much China. China. Yes. That's right. Before For your be- vagina. <laughs> oh. Before being imported to Ireland as a gift from a husband to his wife. Here you go, sweetheart. Here's a nice, white, big, 
smooth. Something we can pass hard. on. Hard. Mickey. Something for the kids. <laughs> Did you say Mickey? Yeah, that's what Irish people call a penis. Yep. Puts Mickey Mouse in perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Mickey, what a pity you don't understand. That means miniature penis. Mickey. Mickey. Doesn't it? Oh, Mickey. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Scott was infuriated when the item left Ireland. As she believed it belonged in the country in a museum. What are you doing? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, Nothing at all. You keep going, Morris. So when she found out that it was being sold for a second time, <gasps> she knew she had to step in and do something to get that big, hard, ivory dildo Mickey. back wow. in <laughs> Ireland with the potatoes where it belongs. Yes. And the hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> what a violent sash. Hash browns? <laughs> You could have picked anything from Guinness to... Wow. Something's got to go with your corned beef and its hash. Shepherd's pie. The great hash browns. You're going with the old famous Irish hash browns. Bacon and cabbage. Lovely. Great. Scott wrote, It is such an important piece of our Irish sexual history. Bagara. Oh, I love it so much when it tinkles my berries. No, she doesn't. Mr. Simpson, you want to? Good God. You want to slash him, Mr. Simpson? Run through That's the clover. That's a clean, isn't it? We travelled no. a fair old distance there, didn't we? But oftentimes, unless there's a connection to the fairy. Oh, wait, it says famine. Oh. Or oh. 1916. You know, fairy, famine, I'm sorry. Looks about the same. On the paper, it We should have yeah. read it first, shouldn't we? <laughs> nine love teenies. <laughs> Look at those little fannies. <laughs> Do you know that show, Drunk History? We're I very, very close to that right now, aren't we? Those famines are flying around the studio right now. Hurry up. I want to go home. Uh, <laughs> well, they're really I've cool. I've got a night with a Sasquatch ahead of me. Hmm. Really cool artifacts like these that give us a glimpse into the sex lives Mr. and humor, because it must have been small, of our ancestors <laughs> was it black are or was deprioritized it... and forgotten like tater tots. I don't have the extra cash necessary to purchase the ghost-ridden in more ways than one. Ghost-ridden. Ivory sex toy, so tiny like a tot. No, I didn't say that. I have zero clue. I know how big an elephant's tusk is. Don't worry about that. He's got three men out to bring that into the room. I have no clue as to how museum management works or... Oh, I just don't have It's a rough trot for the elephant who got killed to provide a sex toy, right? Or if anywhere would take it. So I need help. Who can help me save this dildo? Obi-Wan Kenobi! (laughs) This is not the dildo you're looking for. The force will be with me. Please, if you know someone who works in one of our national museums, or the OPW, I don't know what that means, or might have an interest in helping secure this thing, which is a dildo temporarily, till it finds a proper home in a museum, like a nice case oh. with velvet, please tag them here. I don't want to risk 
It leaving Ireland again. The dildo can't leave. It can't leave. I love it. Amazingly, hundreds began liking and sharing her posts. Mm. Hundreds who loved it, that who needed many. it, Almost who hundreds. wanted it. With many also donating money via PayPal to help her bid on the sex toy of her life. <clears throat> Thus, within the help of Twitter, Scott managed to accomplish her goal of 620 pounds. And she shared the good news with those following the whole thing she saying, bought it using a crowdfunding site folks we did it <laughs> we won the dildo for ireland this is for you and for you but most of all for me and for you <laughs> there's gonna be a tradition now we have to lie on your back and kiss it it's like yeah <laughs> a whole new puck fair only I, it's like i love it it's ivory wow. unbelievable it has ridges Miss Morris crossed the tortoise <laughs> with a sex toy this week, a maiden armor dildo. Nice. Oh, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores. In last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery is Michelle tonight. She only scored herself four points. She gets a night in a bar in Idaho with a ball of string, four bar stools, and a ghost chicken doing the macarena. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that sounds like a preparation. I'll have the macarena chicken with the rice. Not my you. worst Friday. Not your worst Friday. I can <laughs> see that going very well for you. Chad is in third place tonight he gets 400,000 rubles for a cracked crystal ball and some floppy asparagus so good oh luck way, oh with way. that i crept yeah. my way up to a rather hedonistic 007 tonight i'm in second place i get a fishing rod a minnow and a year in a submarine in loch ness but our <laughs> runaway winner tonight winning you. the $33,000 ir camera scoring 12 points <gasps> and in first place is heather morris she Thank gets you. to be videoed having sweet big foot, foot loving love due to a Bigfoot mating yeah. call. So good luck with that as well. Do wow. not feel listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions than answers with adrian lee and you can join my twitter account at adrian underscore lee underscore tips be sure to jump over to soundcloud now soundcloud.com search for mqta radio and you can hear us in a round that we call not for your mother you have been listening to more questions and answers the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with your host adrian lee we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the darkness my gratitude and gracious thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Tom Drainer, Chad Peters, Michelle Corey, and all of the International Paranormal Society at interparanormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening, and remember, be interested and interesting. Good night.